Texas baseball has began conference play, and Horns football starts the preparation for the spring game. We're fortunate to have baseball expert Tyler King in the studio today. This is Off the Bench Podcast with Luke Hendry and Robert Larkin. Welcome to Off the Bench Podcast. I'm Luke Hendry alongside Robert, and Texas baseball continues to struggle. Big 12 conference play got underway last weekend against TCU. The Horns went 2-1 and one in the series, but followed it with a loss last night to Lamar. Texas stands 11-14 and 14 on the season and fourth overall in the Big 12. Robert, they're struggling. Yeah, there's no denying that Texas baseball certainly has, isn't at its uh, normal state right now. And a lot of that has to do with the hitting of this ball club is that it's just a weak form right now. And if it's all fine and good to have semi-weak hitting if you have a great pitching staff but this pitching staff really isn't carrying it the way it needs to as well so I mean there's really no denying that this baseball team is struggling but me speaking for me generally speaking I don't I can't see a way how to fix it right now I mean this team I just don't see the talent or the coaching that's been occurring over the season to think that this baseball team is capable of making any strides going into the NCAA tournament unless some miraculous thing happens where they win the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City later this spring like they did last year. But, I I mean, you just it really kills you to see a team with – I mean, there's good players on this baseball team, but you wonder what happens when they come to Austin. Something just isn't clicking. Uh, the freshman class is – doing okay but I haven't seen any major strides from anyone on this ball club but you have a couple good games Trace Barrett has been playing well I mean Michael Cantu has certainly had his ups and downs but there's no real guy on this team where everyone's been amazed by this season I think that's the big key uh, for this Longhorn baseball team I mean there's just no there's been no progression this entire season since that opening series really against UNLV yeah, no, I mean, Coach Augie Garrido even stated it was a combination of misplays and mental mistakes, and he was referring to that game on against TCU on Saturday, which they lost. And, you know, conference play is kind of big in baseball because it's a really, you know, a chance to, to get to play against some of the better teams, the Big 12 being pretty stout in baseball year after year. And it'll be a true test to see how Texas can kind of throw away the woes and the and the disappointments from earlier this season. But the team has looked be- their best against the better teams. Uh, you look at what they did against TCU going 2-1. and one, and, and also, you know, unfortunately, Cal was kind of one of the, the most disappointing series of the season. But they have looked better um, against the best opponents. So how they will mend the simple problems uh, will be interesting because – they got to do that if they even want to make it to the NCAA tournament. Texas will face Oklahoma and Norman this weekend to continue Big 12 play. We turn now to our guest today, Texas baseball analyst Tyler King. Tyler, I just want to ask you real quick, what stands out as the biggest problem for this program thus far throughout this season? Lack of execution. Uh, they cannot hit with runners on base. They haven't been able to hit with runners, I mean, with two outs. Last night they struggled bunting, which is very rare for an Augie Greedo coach team. They just aren't doing the little things. Nothing's falling their way. Defense has been lacking this year. I mean, we finally got you know our best, the best pitcher Morgan Cooper in the rotation. We got a solid back end with Josh Sawyer coming back now after missing three weeks. We got Connor Mays moving from the rotation to the bullpen. <clears throat> they didn't execute 
at the times that need to be executed. Yeah, and you know, Augie Garrido is definitely at a situation where he's he's got to look at this ball club and and make some changes. But at eleven and fourteen, the team is nowhere out of it, especially with much of the season left to be played. But what does this team exactly need to fix in order to make that NCAA tournament? They need just to, they just need to focus one at bat at a time. They just need to focus on what they need to do at that at bat. What's best for the team. They really did that well against TCU. They didn't get down when they weren't scoring. They were able to catch the momentum defensively after TCU on on Friday. Kind of got the momentum with a bases loaded. Colbert got a jam. They came back. They put up two runs that inning. They just have to be able to manufacture the runs, get positive outs. You're gonna, I mean, of course you're going to get your outs, but make sure you're getting good outs by moving guys up and not hitting pop-ups or failing bunt attempts. They just have to be able to execute. You mentioned Morgan Cooper and Connor Mays a little earlier, but what other players stand out this year, and how will their role help this team throughout late conference play? I have to say um, – Center fielder Tyler Rand. Tyler was out for about a month. He broke his hand uh, in the Stanford series. He's back now. Um, over on the season, he's only played in not, uh, 12 games, started nine. Um, a couple of those games, he just pinch ran. But he's hitting 333. He's nine for 27. He's got four stolen bases uh, out of four attempts. The guy can fly in the outfield. And and lastly, we want to ask you. Obviously, Augie Garrido, a future Hall of Famer, but where do you think this Texas baseball program grows from here, regardless of the finish, whether it be disappointing fashion or if they make a run, possibly even to Omaha? Where do you see Coach Augie Garrido going after this season? I think it's his last. If they stumble and start to lose games they shouldn't and not make the tournament, it's definitely his last. It would be nice to see him go out on a high like he could have two years ago after they got third in the World Series, and then last year they sneak you know back into the NCAA tournament by winning the conference tournament after playing poorly all year. There's a change of scenery that needs to happen. The talent they're getting is not the same that talent that TCU is being able to get, and they're getting kids from the same areas. So there's got to be a change. I don't know if it's getting – Schlossnagel from TCU, which is going to be really hard to get just because he has such a great program. But I think you can look at a guy like Todd Whiting at UVH, who's really had a great program. They hosted a regional last year. They've played really well. Um, he's always had a good hard-nosed program. And he's a former TCU assistant, so he's a guy that kind of knows the Big 12 as well. Uh, I think he's a good young pick to um, – to replace Augie and kind of give a change of scenery. Well, Tyler, we appreciate you coming to Off the Bench podcast this week, and uh, we, we appreciate your coverage of Texas baseball. Robert, let's talk some football now. Spring season is is on, and, and the practices are, are ongoing, but this Texas spring game, white versus orange, is coming up. But take us through some of the press conferences and what's going on exactly with that football program. Yeah, look, we're 17 days from the spring gr- the spring game here at UT on April 16th, and obviously that's going to be really fun. So, But right now we're kind of that dull period where we're not at the beginning where everyone's excited to hear every tidbit of information, and we're not near, we're not at the spring game where we're seeing the action. So 
uh, information's a little stale except for the tidbits you get in press conferences. But I think a couple key things that stood out, Vance Bedford went to the podium this week and was speaking, and he said that uh, the offensive tempo in practice is much like Baylor and TCU. And I think that's something we like to hear, especially how potent those offenses have been uh, since Baylor and TCU have really risen to the top of the Big 12 Conference. And, um, I mean, you see what the guys on the defense are doing. He's been uh, praising guys like Anthony Wheeler, P.J. Locke, Devontae Davis, Puna Ford, and Chris Nelson. And that's kind of reassuring to me because if those guys weren't stepping up, that would be a huge problem because the problem with this UT defense is that it's young. And although it's not going to be as young as it was last year, um, the defensive backfield is going to be relying heavily on guys who are sophomores and juniors. And even uh, Brandon Jones hasn't even stepped on campus yet, and he may take a safety spot in the fall. And so you don't – I mean, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, the spring game is going to tell a lot, but it's certainly not the end story. Uh, fall practice is where a lot of personnel decisions are going to be made. Uh, but it's certainly encouraging to Longhorn fans to hear guys uh, – Bedford's mentioning these guys because if they weren't staying out in practice, that may be a huge problem that I'd be really worried about. Yeah, well, good deal. Well, you know, football season next year, like we've said on and on, is kind of do or don't do for Charlie Strong. Take us through kind of what he's going to be doing over the spring and especially throughout the summer as he tries to get these players in tip-top shape, especially with the fundamentals of the offense, bringing in Sterling Gilbert and how they're going to try to improve on kind of the lackluster performance over the last two years. I think what's huge, like you said, I mean, after the spring game, things wind down and uh, you move away from the heavy hitting practices with pads on, but uh, the guys start to build chemistry in the weight room and work on routes together and stuff like that. And I think the biggest thing that's going to need to happen is the strength's been put on for most of these guys in the winter. Uh, so the things they're going to have to worry about is speed, making sure they can adjust the new tempo on offense and certainly on defense because we saw a lot of times last year where uh, Texas defense wasn't ready to play because they they were just slow and too mm-hmm. tired, which is disappointing, especially when you play in a fast-moving conference like the Big 12. But I think what also is going to be very important is uh, the quarterback situation is going to be the main thing that's going to have to improve or change in the spring. It's going to be focused on by Sterling Gilbert a lot. Uh, Coach Gilbert said that earlier this week that there's a whole whole new slate. That's been his motto for his team. It's a whole new slate for everyone. But you kind of question that when Tyron Swoops and Gerard Hurd have been getting all the looks. So uh, we'll see about that. Shane Buchel has reportedly looked great in practice, and I think Kyle Loxley – uh, it's just out of the conversation. And Matthew Merrick, uh, great kid and a great player, but um, probably not in the QB discussion this year. So I think if I'm making a bold prediction right now, it's going to be Swoops or Buchel. That's just my opinion right now, but uh, we'll see. Um, I think it will be interesting to see how it develops and certainly how Coach Gilbert implements the offense during the summer and on default practice. Well, with that, uh, we say thank you from Off the Bench Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care.